This is BT Techno, a regular podcast series for financial advisors wanting to remain at the forefront of strategy, regulatory and industry news. Hello, everyone. My name is Brian Ashenden, Head of Financial Literacy and Advocacy at BT, and I have the pleasure of leading the BT Technical Services team a group of qualified individuals who can help you as advisors by answering any technical advice, strategy-related queries you may have. Now, the Commonwealth Seniors Health Card, property, inflation, and the work test have all been top of mind for advisors over the last quarter. Firstly, more Australians are expected to be eligible for the Commonwealth Seniors Health Card soon due to an imminent regulatory change aimed at easing cost of living pressures for seniors. In addition, more Australians who are selling their homes will be eligible to make downsizer contributions to super, with the eligibility age reducing to 55 years, pending legislation expected to come into effect in coming months. And meanwhile, high net worth individuals planning to move to retirement phase might consider delaying their plans, as the maximum amount that can be transferred to tax-free retirement income streams is expected to index to $1.8 million from the 1st of July 2023 up from the current general transfer balance cap of $1.7 million. So looking first at the seniors' health card changes. For the first time in over 20 years, the income thresholds for the Commonwealth Seniors' Health Card will increase outside of indexation, but pending legislation which is currently before Parliament. When, rather than if, passed, the income thresholds for singles will increase to $90,000 from the current $61,284. And for couples, the increase is to $144,000, up from the current $98,054. Now, becoming eligible for the Commonwealth Seniors Health Card provides access to valuable concessions, such as cheaper medicine under the Pharmaceutical Benefit Scheme. Visits to the doctor may also potentially be bulk billed, and cardholders can receive a refund of medical costs when they reach the Medicare safety net. Additionally, cardholders have also historically received various economic support payments, which were worth $1,000 across 2020 and 2021. Now, around 44,000 more Australians are expected to qualify for the Commonwealth Seniors Health Card if this bill with these changes ultimately passes. Now, on that note, unfortunately... Despite Parliament resuming following its short suspension after the passing of Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth II, this amending bill was not passed during the recently concluded sittings. The commencement date for these changes has, as a result, been adjusted from the 20th of September 2022, with the new changes applying to any applications made at least seven days after the bill receives its royal assent. Now, with Parliament not due to resume until the budget sittings at the end of October, the increased threshold won't have application until at least November 2022. Moving to property and more particularly the downsizers, more Australians are expected to be eligible to make a downsizer contribution into super, worth up to $300,000, with the eligibility age expected to come down to 55 years from its current 60 years in coming months. So advisors with clients who are about to turn 55 years of age and are planning to sell their home may wish to consider the timing of this legislation. Now again, this amending legislation is currently in Parliament and then with the commencement date of the beginning of the first quarter after it receives royal assent, the earliest commencement date will now be the 1st of January 2023. 
to be able to contribute proceeds from a property sale into super, amongst other criteria, clients need to have owned their home for 10 years or more. A downsizer contribution, however, doesn't count towards any of the contribution caps and can still be made even if a person has total super savings greater than the $1.7 million total super balance threshold. Another thing that's being explored for considerably more senior Australians is the Home Equity Access Scheme, uh, with more senior Australians participating in this scheme uh, than ever before. And take-up is expected to increase due to recent changes which have made the scheme even more flexible. The Home Equity Scheme allows Australians who are of age pension age to enhance their income in retirement by accessing the equity in property they own. Now, prior to the 1st of July this year, an eligible individual could only receive their loan amount as a fortnightly payment. Similar to what is generally available from a commercial reverse mortgage, lump sum advanced payments are now also an option under the scheme. However, any lump sum is capped at 50% of the participant's maximum pension rate. But alternatively, a scheme participant may choose to take a partial lump sum amount and then the remainder as a fortnightly payment. Now, while the Home Equity Access Scheme may suit some senior Australians, there are still many considerations that should be weighed up. Using your existing property as security for a Home Equity Access Scheme loan has the potential to have an impact on estate planning, with a loan to be repaid. So some clients who may otherwise be eligible may be hesitant about taking part in that scheme. And then if we look at the inflation changes, based on the current trajectory of the Consumer Price Index, the general transfer balance cap is expected to increase to $1.8 million from the 1st of July 2023, unless there were legislative changes to different effect. The transfer balance cap is the amount of superannuation that can be transferred to tax-free retirement income streams, with the general cap currently sitting at $1.7 million. High net worth individuals who aren't in a hurry to start a pension may want to hold off until closer to the end of the financial year. However, it is worth noting, with Australia's inflation currently reaching its highest level in over 20 years, there is a possibility that the federal government could make adjustments to certain thresholds, with any potential change becoming clearer between now and the end of the financial year. The application of the work test rules is consistently one of the most popular technical topics among advisors. Individuals aged between 67 and 74 who have recently retired may be eligible to make personal deductible contributions to super if they meet certain eligibility criteria around their previous year of work and their total super balance. Generally, to claim a deduction for a personal contribution, if a member is between the ages of 67 and 74, then they must have been gainfully employed for at least 40 hours in any period of 30 consecutive days during the financial year in which the contribution was made. Now, an exemption to the work test applies only if the client meets another set of criteria. Clients who have not been gainfully employed during the financial year can still make a personal deductible contribution if they meet the work test in the financial year immediately prior to the year of the contribution and they have a total super balance of less than 300000 at the end of the previous financial year and they had not previously used this work test exemption in a previous financial year to make a contribution to any regulated super fund. Now, financial advisors seeking clarity on technical topics regarding super, tax and social security regularly contact our BT technical services team who field over 2,000 queries from advisors every quarter. 
And often advisors are asking us about their clients on a case-by-case basis because the rules can be complex. It's issues such as these that our team loves to discuss with you, not only in our fortnightly BT Academy webinar series, but also when we speak to advisors around strategy and legislation support when formulating advice for their clients. So don't forget, you can earn CPD points by watching live or via our recordings of the BT Academy webinar series that the team produces. Our next webinar will be episode 61, The Three R's of Estate Planning, being presented by Matt Manning, one of the technical consultants in our technical services team. Taking place on Wednesday, the 12th of October at midday Australian Eastern Summertime, Matt will run through how good estate planning involves establishing an effective arrangement, which results in the right amount of funds ending up in the right hands at the right time. To register, head to www.bt.com.au forward slash professional and follow the links to the BT Academy webinar series. In the meantime, if you have any technical questions, you can contact the BT Technical Services team on 1800 655 901 or by email to technical at btfinancialgroup.com. Thanks for joining and until next time, bye for now. BT Tech knows, and now you know. Join us next time to keep ahead of the curve for strategy, regulatory, and industry news. This podcast has been developed for financial advisor use only and provides general information only. It does not take into account any particular individual's objectives, financial situations, or needs.